knucklehead, knucklehead, knuckle, 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 knucklehead, 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 knucklehead. What's up, guys? With the Knuckleheads podcast, I'm the fanboy. <laughs> I'm the hater, and my headphones are very heavy, and I have very sensitive ears. Leave me alone. He's he's a bitch about it. <laughs> Super soft. I I I can't put hef- like certain headphones. I put them in my ears, like earbuds, the little like AirPod ones. I put them in, but I can't leave them in there for that long as they start to hurt. I mean, you you gotta just potentially uh, use the different the smaller silicone thing. I did. I think I do have the smaller silicone thing. I use the largest one, the largest silicone. Uh, well, so it doesn't fall out. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't ever feel pain like that. Like if I wear the you know big headphones too long, yeah, your ears are being pushed down for mad long, but. Um, well, this this head it feels heavy, heavy head since I feel like I'm just gonna like fall forward or something. <laughs> I I need to I need the the wavelengths beamed right into my ear. Don't don't touch my ears, man. The ears are sensitive. Yeah. Well, don't forget to rate and you subscribe on all platforms. Buy our shit on Teespring. I think you're just sensitive overall. No. Sensitive little wallflower. Maybe I'll go have a smear off ice or something. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> or a, a white claw. No, no, nothing says I'm sensitive like a pack of white claws. Let's see. What's today's national? I think national, nat- national Honesty Day. There you go. Uh, be a, you 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 were gonna say what? Uh, we missed. I think we missed National Pretzel Day uh, like last week or something. Uh, the twenty sixth. I'm ashamed. <laughs> it's also International Jazz Day, National Military Brats Day, Raisin Day. <laughs> Raisins, the the sour grapes of the of the fruit world. I thought it was Nature's Candy. That too. National Arbor Day. What the hell is Arbor Day? Let's plant a tree, man. It is they, National they, Bugs Bunny Day. That's another good one. They planted uh, two trees down the block, and then they the, the dirt that's in front of the house next door, they turned it, but they didn't put a tree into it. Hmm. And it's like, go fucking figure. Like, what was the point of turning it if you wasn't going to slap a tree down in it, you dicks? Yeah. I was, I was looking at, uh, I was on BuzzFeed, and I saw a couple of random things that, I figured we would um, go over. There was one that was Americans are sharing the things they didn't realize were highly American until they went abroad. Like, go on. Uh, okay, so number one is free ketchup with your meal. Did people think you had to pay for ketchup in other countries? You do have to pay in other countries. Apparently, at a buffet in Germany, you have to pay for ketchup. No ketchup on burgers. It's an American. In America, it's automatic, but in other countries, it's not. So I wonder. Uh, do they charge you per condiment? I wonder. Like, if you Probably. want, like, lettuce, tomato, mayo, it's like 30 cents per. Well, lettuce, tomato is not a condiment. What is it? Uh, it would be a vegetable. Condiment is like a sauce or an additive, like a spread or. I mean, technically, it's a tomato, it's a fruit, but we're not going to go there. No, uh, lettuce okay. is, is not a fruit. Um, no, surely not. But I'm. Uh, but I would, I mean, I think I've seen places that are, that like it's on Grubhub. I've seen some places that will charge you extra for for a condiment or something. But I guess not lettuce, lettuce and tomato though. No, I bet you I can find a place. I but the question is, is the lettuce and tomato baked into the price? I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, most places automatically put that shit on there. I would pay to not have it on. Oh yeah, definitely. And but the the ironic one is, if it's already baked into the price. Why doesn't the price go down when I don't want those? Because you're not wasting them. You're not using them. So technically, my burger should be cheaper. So why can't I get a discount? Yeah, I mean, that's not a thing. Of course not. It only, only works to fuck you. The only way to go is to fuck you. Yeah, because why you drive through. Why, why aren't video games cheaper when you don't? When you just download them? Why aren't they cheaper overall? Because the, the manufacturing process has been reduced. You don't have to that's spend what that I'm much saying. money. You, it, make... The video game should be cheaper because it's a download. It's You're not buying a, a disc or 
a packaging or anything. So yeah, the the second one is uh, ranch is a default dressing. It says ranch dressing, especially at fast food places like McDonald's. Sour cream and chive sauce is not worthy replacement. Ranch dressing, or as they say in Europe, no, we don't have American sauce. <laughs> all right, I went on Grubhub and I went on uh, McDonald's because McDonald's breaks it all down. Uh, you can add extras, uh, extra ketchup, onion, pickle, nothing. But it doesn't change the price for those, right? No, uh, extra cheese, ninety nine cents. Extra burger, a dollar eighty nine. Mm-hmm. Add bacon, two oh nine. Add shredded lettuce, forty nine cents. Add Roma tomatoes, three slices, eighty nine cents. Add That's mayonnaise. extra. That's why. Well, no, but the thing is. The burger already has the fucking lettuce on it, though, you know? That's what I'm saying. That That's why it costs... Any, it only costs money when it's addition, like an extra. Like, it, it, if you get a cheeseburger and you add cheese, it's going to be 49 cents. Because it already has cheese, you're adding extra cheese. Well, yeah, but the, they don't... Uh, McDonald's doesn't put mayonnaise on their, on their burgers as standard. How much is mayonnaise? 49 cents. Right. So I, I'm, I'm almost 100% certain they're not, because they're usually just ketchup onion pickles on their on their stuff they they don't i don't think they start with a with a mayo with a hit of mayo on their burgers the other uh some of the other stuff that i saw on here on this list was uh red solo cups it's not used uh so much so it says red plastic cups for parties so much so that people outside the u.s use them as an accessory for an american theme party uh, I, I strong that, water pressure <laughs> is another <laughs> that i concur uh, other countries ain't got the water like we got. Yeah, in Colombia, the water pressure in the bathroom was, uh, or in the shower was terrible. Unless it was in the the big hotel, um, but in the villa, it was not. It, it, like you, at full blast, like I had to get like really close, almost to the wall, um, to get it out of the, and the stem, it came out of the stem, like there was no um, attachment or hose. No shower to, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say about the cups. I, I, I guess I mean, those cups just need to be economical because you can get fucking so many per capita for so cheap. They're not so, cheap, though. Uh, like, I, I solo cups, like, we never had solo cups as kids because they, they were more money. We well, no, had but, the cheap styrofoam cups that are bad for the planet. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but you could always take a, you could always uh, bite the chunk off at the end <laughs> get that styrofoam up. Or what, the other plastic ones that were small, too, that you is barely fucking two gulps of soda or juice or whatever. <sighs> They give you those so you drink less in theory, but they don't know what we're capable of. Yeah, I, I never understood the like the big thing behind uh, the the big thing behind solo cups. Like it be like I, I understand it's like a college thing, but growing up we never had we never had solo cups and we never had the uh, the the paper plates that could actually hold up to a fucking meal. We had styrofoam plates. We didn't have uh, yeah the ones that you got to put like three under that shit just to fucking so your burger don't fall on the floor. <laughs> uh, we never had name brand cereal we never had name brand tp we never had nothing name brand the the strong water pressure i get then the next one is giant gaps in public restroom it says the massive spaces in the toilet stalls you can see an entire person and all their shame through the gaps those damn gaps in bathroom stalls are american yeah i, I don't i don't I don't know why they need to have such huge ass gaps. Like, <laughs> and then the worst part is when you're taking a dump, somebody, somebody's like looking right at the gap, like they want to make fucking eye contact with you. It's just so strange. Just like, yo, you already know somebody's in that stall. Why do you need to look through the gap? Curiosity. Like, what you got in there, man? How big your dick? <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> Let me see what you're working with. 
I, I don't know. I in, in Colombia, the, all the doors were to the floor, so like it was you never uh, had to deal with that. Even even in like Bermuda or any other places I've been to, that uh, like the door, it's it's either a full door or all the way where you barely see the person's foot. I think what I always find is a bit strange. I think and it goes across the board. Uh, it always feels like bathrooms in regular homes are like a secondary idea. Like, and when we worked at Megabot and we moved to Sunset Park, there was, they put, um, there was a bathroom and I'm going to throw fucking air quotes on that son of a bitch because one of them looked like a fucking closet that they just dropped the toilet into. <laughs> and then there was another one, the the one like next to it was like a small, like a corner of a room squared off. And the other one was a little bit bigger and it had a small sink in there. It always feels like they, they put bathrooms or toilets in, like, a secondary position. Same thing in, like, buildings here. Even our building, it's, you know, obviously not designed for bigger dudes. But it always seems like bathrooms are so secondary. Like, you know, like, why is the toilet right next to the tub or something? Like, you know, I know that's a constraint thing. But it always just seems like bathrooms. Or maybe because we've never really been to nice homes. I've never been to a lot of nice homes. I mean, I've, I've been to nice places. But a, a lot of them, a, a lot of the places that I've been they have a bathroom without a shower. Like the, the bathroom is a separate door um, so that someone can shower and someone can use the bathroom and you won't like, like if, if you won't be sitting next to the fucking the tub. Uh, but I don't know. I don't, I don't really, I don't understand why it's a secondary thing. I do remember that not even sunset in the first MakerBot location uh, by the Barclay center, the, the woman's bathroom which eventually became Universal. Uh, that one, Much that bigger. one was it was a no. The 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 one it was like a closet that was yeah, originally the, a closet that they turned uh, into. They just put a shitter in there. Yeah, it was the, the, the shit closet. Yeah, because the, the the first one on the other side was had a bigger a bigger area, but the second one was a fucking literally like a fucking closet with a door, and they just dropped a shitter in there. I don't I don't know I, I don't know if I if I was gonna have something like a place like when I went. Uh, when I went to that company retreat a couple years ago, like the shitter, the room with the shitter was bigger than our like entire bathroom. And it was just like a shitter, a sink. And I think there might've been a bidet in there, but I stayed away from that. Cause I didn't, I was like, what is this evil technology? You Fuck know? that. I'm definitely invested in a bidet. Uh, I, I don't, I don't like the, I, I like the bathrooms actually that have a separate door, like to the, like, you know, separate location. But the the one thing that I found in in some hotels is the they have the shower head like the one in Colombia had a shower head left right and above you so like you literally turn the shit on and you it's it's water pressure was high and it was like you just stood there you didn't have to do shit you know like you got, it was, you got, you got blasted from all sides <laughs> pretty much and you could shut them off you could change temperature on one and not the other like it was very fucking cool like I, that's one thing granted I wish Instead of the top, I wish they had an under, like one shooting up at you. So you, you, under, you just hover above it, and then just fucking, you don't have to move like Iron Man putting on his suit. Um, you, don't have to fuck. you just got to get a, not a carousel. See that spins. It's like a carousel, but it's not called Lazy a carousel. Susan? Yeah. And you just stand there with your arms out, like adjacent, and you just let it spin you, and you fucking... That's you know, what I'm saying. Like Iron Man putting on his suit. When the shit just keeps yeah. coming to him, that's where I want the water. But that, like, I I think that's, you know, one of the things that I look for is a nice shower. The the toilet being in a separate room makes it automatically a larger room. 
You know, like having two of them in the same area. Like if if I redid our bathroom, like I would just put a shower. I wouldn't put a bathtub. Like you know, yeah, was, I feel like bathtubs have fallen out of favor over the years. What's well, in New York is different. New York is just they cram as much as they can in an apartment. Um, you know, and because in our apartment, it's like, hey, let's in order to give a, a small spare room, let's make the bathroom smaller, you know, like by a lot. Because if you think about it, if that wall was extended and they made this into a smaller room and that one was the bathroom would be larger, you know, like I, I would appreciate that. But yeah, I, I I like the houses that there's on the first like if it's a two floor on the first floor is a bathroom where you or a, a shitter you just go in you take a shit it has a sink and then like upstairs in the bedrooms or the bedroom that's where the bathroom and shower is the mad the master shitter yeah uh the other the other thing on the list was in the uk it says the word bacon is not the same as in the u.s you call us you you call us bacon streaky bacon this caused me to be very sad at the first time i ordered bacon while on holiday I don't uh, understand for, that one too much. I don't. I don't think that guy knows what the fuck he's talking about. I ain't never heard about streaky bacon, strip of bacon, sure, bacon strip. Well, yeah, why not? But streaky bacon. Uh, convenience stores stay open twenty four seven. It's weird not being able to buy random shit at four a.m. <laughs> Sometimes you get the munchies and you just gotta go. That's very American, like uh, you know, having just being able to go anywhere at any time. You could pretty much find anything, especially in New York. You could find anything uh, at any time. I, I, I think what kind of makes that a little bit weirder is when you go places where shit is all, you know, like the store is closed by 8, 9 o'clock. And then if you want to go to get something, you got to go to the gas station. To me, that seems like a weird turn. Like Most of the gas stations don't have a, a, a store. Like in other countries, like the in, in Colombia, the gas stations didn't have a store. So like once the supermarket, I think the supermarket closed at like 9 o'clock, that was the closest thing to you so it's either you go to a restaurant a bar or nothing or you wait uh, or you yeah. just take it out the mini bar which is what we did what are you, are you trying to tell me i can't get a double pack of fucking uh oreos or something with a nope. 867 ounce drink at 2 a.m no you i mean i i bought i just took shit out of the mini bar because it was mad cheap uh but for the most part like it's it, you really have to pay attention to where you go and it, like where you go and what time shit closes because if you're in a foreign area shit could close at like eight o'clock and if you're used to eating late or you're used to having snacks and you didn't buy it ahead of time shit out of luck at that point uh the next thing was guesstimating tax when buying something the prices abroad don't add tax after the fact you pay what the price shows no need to figure out the tax yeah i've seen that yeah i think uh tax is a. Uh... Besides the fact that our whole tax system doesn't make a whole fucking heap of sense, yeah, it would it would be strange to be like, oh, this thing is a dollar, give me a dollar, and then you know, as opposed to it's a dollar eight, yeah, a dollar something, and then like it, it happens same thing on eBay now, like it, you pay the price, you it, whatever the price is, whatever the shipping is, and then there's a uh, the tax now. They add the tax and they add. I don't think there's a fee, but they add tax now. So like you can, you know, if if I. It, it kind of doesn't make sense that you're you have to pay tax like that one item is taxed mad different times mm -hmm. like throughout time, the you know every, every time, time it gets sold yeah every time it changes hands and on top of that your money's taxed every single time to boot yeah. that's how they get you the other one makes the next one makes way more sense uh generous portions <laughs> uh 
I mean, we live in the land of obesity. So it says during my high school senior trip to London as an 18 year old with a typically ravenous appetite, I couldn't get over how small everything was. American portion sizes are two to three times bigger than what I saw in Europe or Asia. By the time we got to Rome on our trip, I was tired of the small portions and just straight up ordered two entrees for lunch. <laughs> well, I mean, he is of the age where you could fucking put away fucking pretty much anything at that particular junction. But but we are left definitely in the land of fatties. Yeah, I mean, we're a fat ass podcast. Uh, I definitely don't, you know, uh, the portions weren't bad places that I went. But you can definitely you can definitely see the different culture like uh, they they drink water with every meal. And if you order like a soda or something, they look at you funny um, and like they don't know sodas. Like if you it, like I, I literally just used to order ginger ales because that's it was easy. They understood that. I thought Coke was so worldwide recognizable. It, it is. But like I didn't want to drink Coke and I would be like, let me get a Coke Zero. And they don't have that or they do. They just don't understand it. So I would say Diet Coke, and then they would go, okay, and then bring your regular Coke anyway. Um, right. You know, so I would just say ginger ale because it was a lot easier. But for the most part, it was always like they give you like a, a water or a sparkling water, and you're if I if I'm not mistaken, the meals don't come with a drink. So like any place that we went to, you have to order the drink separately. Like uh, like if you order a burger and fries at a restaurant. They don't ask you, do you want a drink? You have to ask them to get me a drink. Jeez, like, I gotta go do the fuck my work, too. You wanna yeah. go cook the motherfucker while I'm in there? Get me started with that shit. Like, assemble at your table. Motherfucker, I could've just stayed home and cooked. Let me see. Strict rules around drinking. People can just drink in public in other countries. That was wild. When I studied in UK, the lack of public drinking laws was a bit of a culture shock. Being able to walk outside with a bottle of beer was very freeing. Like, you could just get drunk anywhere in other countries. The problem is, I, I don't mean, I don't know how stupid drunk people get in other countries, but I think people kind Same. of... Same. Uh, <laughs> we, we definitely think forget a way to take it to the max here. Uh, the next one was enormous grocery stores. This is uh, how large grocery stores are here. My wife is not American, and we lived in China. She didn't really grasp the size of American grocery stores until our first week in the U.S. Here, there are 150 feet of different... 150 feet of different cereals in one aisle. <laughs> I mean, the the funny thing is that we have an, like an entire aisle just dedicated to like cereal. Like we got more variety of cereal than you can fucking shake a stick at. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I the the supermarket that I went to in Colombia, they had a lot of stuff. Granted, the brands are different, but they when you we walked through the whole supermarket, it was a, it was small er, but it wasn't like a fucking shoebox. It was probably like I would say bigger than the dollar store, but not as big as like a sea town. Um, so there was a bunch of aisles, and they had a soda aisle, they had a cereal aisle because we bought a shit ton of snacks. I bought snacks and we bought medication. I remember when a kid going to uh, Wallbounds. I don't know if you remember that far back. Yeah, it was but, on the in the in the bottom. It's where BJ's was. Yeah, that place for the time was fucking huge. In it was, Queens. It was a cathedral, bro. That shit had double aisles. Everything was like an aisle, then there was like a like one A, one B, and there was I remember being so fucking massive, and then all the way in the back where like the frozen and shit was, it was just like she she get lost in this bitch. But granted, yeah. BJ's trumps that, no question. But 
Yeah, but I, I definitely know like the, the different store or types or like when, when we went into a pharmacy, the pharmacy sold food like that. Like, that was, you know, like, like real food or just no, no, like like you could go in a pharmacy and get like, you know, um, not like sandwiches, but, you know, it it was almost like a convenience store, like Rite Aid style. Yeah. And it was it was just weird because it was it looked like an old timey pharmacy. And then you look and you could get like a Gatorade and some fucking Doritos and then pick up your prescription. Like it, it looked way weirder because Rite Aid looks like a supermarket with a fucking, uh, uh, a pharmacy counter. This was like an old timey pharmacy with, with aisles of, of like a, a food. It, it, it just, I know it's, it sounds weird the way I'm describing it, but it was, it was very jarring. I was like, what the fuck? They have snacks here. Like, okay, I'll take some, but damn, this is weird. <laughs> uh, the, the number 14 is constant air conditioning, keeping AC on 100% of the time in the summer. I visited uh, Madrid for about a month to see the exchange student we'd wait um, for about a month to see the exchange student we'd housed and found that they typically only turn on AC at night to sleep when it or when it reaches damn near 105. That I can contest to every every place we went into. Uh, they had massive fans like in the ceiling, um, which was just as good as air conditioning like it wasn't in the places like in the stores or or markets or wherever we went it was never balls hot it was hot outside but when we went inside uh like they had massive fans like in the villa in the villa they had ac but then the ac was a little shitty so they have these fucking massive like helicopter fans in the ceiling and they even had one in the bathroom. And when you're trying to shower and half your body's wet and sticking out from the water, it is fucking freezing. <laughs> is it like the uh, the big ass fans from uh, our Mechabot days? Yeah, it, it's pretty much the the fan. It looks like a giant helicopter, fan. like a, a, a rotor. Rotor. Yeah, it, it looked like that shit. And I was like, God damn! And I was like, like we're gonna be fucking smoldering in here, but that it was freezing. Like I, I blankets we used to uh but yeah i could see that as wasteful um other countries oh number 15 is jaywalking the rest of the world thinks this is made up is a made-up crime you can only see in movies with corrupt cops (laughs) (laughs) uh i mean it does seem like a off-putting but then again i mean i guess maybe i guess how you control the population you don't want them to do something so you start slapping the make it illegal yeah pretty much i don't want you to do this so if you do it i charge you so the number 16 is wearing shorts in general which i also contest to uh swear he says i swear there are 14 million people in istanbul and i was the only one wearing shorts and then the next one is i stayed in mexico city with my sister once and one of the locals told us that the easiest way to spot a tourist was to look at if he's wearing shorts. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the ones that always get me is the ones in, in uh, hot ass places, and they have like you know like the robe, not uh, like a robe style thing on, like a full length joint. You know that kind of always. Well, well yeah, because that's not that's not our culture here, but that shit is no, no, probably no. breezy as fuck. <laughs> no, no, not even the culture portion of the story. Just the fact that to me that make like yo, how are you not hot? How are you not sweating or you know, you got like a different like material, even, even wearing like a hat or like a, a turbans or something like, you know, head with head gear and stuff like that. Like, how is your shit not hot and sweat? I my head sweats sometimes. I'm fucking sleeping. I got the fan. I wake up. My, I'm fucking sweating bullets. No, the, it when when you see a lot of those robes, they're made of linen and linen linens. You uh, like I, I wore linen shirt 
and you do not feel hot at all. It's it's breathable. We only get mad hot because of the fabrics we wear. We wear like cheap blends of like polyester and shit like that. But if in 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 countries, you know, like and like especially Middle East, those robes are super warm, like super uh, cold. You it's so much breeze through the fabric that your body is always cold. You're never. So it's, the, it's like a. It's like a fucking Middle Eastern under armor. Well, why do the people in the movies always look so sweaty? <laughs> I mean, most of the people that look sweaty are probably not from that area. The other number six was it sixteen? No, seventeen. Refills on water without having to ask. Yeah, this is what I was telling you. Having a drink, having a drink constantly refilled at restaurants. I just want to drink a fuck ton of water, and then it, they don't refill it. Uh, I'm I'm really surprised. That they haven't started charging for something like that at restaurants. Like, if you want water, it's like you fucking you catch that shit on the bottom of your receipt, like water, a buck a glass, or something like that, or just the initial starter. Because you know, plus it's always trying to fucking squeeze every penny they can get out of your ass. Oh, they definitely get you with that shit. With like some sodas are free refills, but if you want like a juice, it's not free refills. Like three bucks a pop, uh, they'll they'll catch you. The number eighteen is a ton of ice in the water. This is another thing you you have to ask for ice. Most of the time, you don't get it. I like I, I like ice in my water. So I could eat the ice. <laughs> no, they like in 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 other places. Like the wa- ice in a drink is weird. Like it's it's a it's a cool drink, but it's definitely not cold. <laughs> <laughs> so you get like a luke a lukewarm or luke cold kind of drink. Cashiers bagging your groceries. They find that weird because normally the person bags their own groceries. Uh, number twenty is constantly being on a diet. Well, because we're fatties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, duh. Uh, wide, multi-lane highways. I mean, we don't just have, like, one. We need infrastructure. <laughs> we got to drive. Oh, here, yeah, this one I also seen. Uh, free public restroom. It says, when I visited Europe, I thought it was strange. the strangest thing that you had to pay to use a public restroom. Yeah, I, I saw that. But, you know, I- we didn't pay for it because we were patrons of that bar. Um, but if you like, so they give you a ticket, um, to like, they give you a ticket, you go to the bathroom and you give the the person, uh, there's two people at the bathroom at the entrance and you give them the ticket and they let you use the bathroom. Uh, but if you don't have a ticket, you have to pay. It's their way of clean, like paying people to clean the bathroom and keep the upkeep. It, It keeps away, uh, not only panhandling, but also like homeless people from staying in there. Turning it into their new house. Yeah, that that was definitely weird because I, I remember I, I had to use the bathroom and they were like, "Oh, get a ticket from the guy," and I was like, "For what?" Like I did not understand it. Um, and then <laughs> I, I, I gave the guy the ticket, like because the, the 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 bathroom is like down a massive hill, so you have to go down this like big ass ramp, um, and you go downstairs. And it, I thought it was part of the restaurant, but it's not. It's just a public restroom. And when I gave the, the, the guy the ticket. He gave it to the little lady and she was like, go ahead. And they, you go into like the next room and you know, there's sinks. And then the next room is, the uh, is the stall. And you know, the, of course there's a big ass helicopter fan in the fucking ceiling. And when you get in there, there's no, uh, there's no toilet paper. You got a bargain for paper. And no, I luckily I saw that there was no teepee. Uh, and our cousin was in the, he was washing his hands and I was like, yo, is there no toilet paper? He was like, nah, you got to grab paper from by the sink. Um, and you grab like the, the, almost like the brown paper 
And yeah. when you wipe your ass, if you look at the sign, it says "Do not flush any paper," and you got to throw it in the shit bucket. Uh, maybe maybe that place was a little uh, little country. Eh. Well, no, but it also doesn't like it does not stink because the the fan and and the odorizer that it's blowing around. Like I thought it was gonna be way worse. You don't smell anything. the The worst thing is that the the walls, like the stall, was uh like aluminum or it was metal. So it w- it felt like I was fucking uh, cooking in there. <laughs> like when I came out, I was sweating. <laughs> Cook on the turds. What's funny? I was laughing in the initial part because he was like, "Oh, you got to get a ticket." And then, you know, when you're at when you're already up there, you're like code brown, and you I just was. Like, you just grab the guy by his shirt and just like get out of the way. Like you ain't gonna be stopped, when dude. You I would have gave the guy twenty dollars American to take a shit at that point. I had to use the bathroom so bad. Because we went to the uh, Colombian Hard Rock Cafe, and when we went there, we went on like a double date, and it was uh, me and the Yak and Yak Attack, and we're we're eating, and we go to get dessert, and I, and for some reason, like a fucking chode, I got a a, a fucking a shake, and I, like no, Miss Fan didn't say shit, no one said anything, and I know it was a bad idea, but she just backed me up because she wanted some of the shake, and I fucking drank it. And we went on this bus tour and like halfway through, I was like, damn, I think I'm gonna have to take a shit. And I thought when we got to the end, there would be bathrooms, but there wasn't. And we like, they take you to the pyramids and you see the pyramids, you see all this stuff like the Aztec ruins and shit. And then they drive you back. The last stop is a bar that we already went to. It's on the top of the old wall, like where the cannons are and shit. And when we were driving back, or before we start driving back, you're in a parking lot, and they, it's like a rest after you see all the sights. They start, uh, they feed you, they give you like empanadas and all that shit. And I was sitting there, and this guy fucking went to hand me an empanada, and I was like, bro, get the fuck away from me. Like, I had to take a shit so bad that I didn't want to like interact with this motherfucker. And it, like, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, dude, I have to shit, bro. It was brutal. And Iceman was like, yo, you all right? Like, no, I have to use a bathroom. He's like, yo, we're leaving right now. And we get back on the bus, and that's when we you walk all the way up the ramp. And, I, and as soon as I got up the ramp, I'm looking for the bathroom. I'm like, oh, where is this shit? I don't see it. And I asked the guy, and he was like, oh, it's downstairs. And I'm like, yo, where's downstairs? Like, I, I didn't understand it was down the, back down the ramp. I thought that was just outside the restaurant. And that's when I found out about the ticket thing. So I had a shit so bad that... Dude, if I would have went out of way, oh, here's 20 bucks American, bro. Like, go suck my dick. Like, just <laughs> let me rent the bathroom for myself. Here's $20. You think they would have gave it up for 20 bucks? Hell yeah. 20 bucks American? Yeah, that's that's like, what, 20,000 pesos? Well, no, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 40,000 pesos. Jeez. The, it, it's, it's so weird that, or at least the way it's looked at, like, they, you know, you have to, the things we guard in our society, like, guarding the bathroom there but here like public bathrooms are just like it seems like a a normal standard thing that should be but you know obviously people fucking annihilate those bad bunch of fucking nasty fucks so i well we take it for granted because it's we feel like that's a right like a a american right like we're offended if you don't have a public bathroom I mean, it, it kind of is a. It should kind of norm. It should fall into the category of a right. Everybody fucking poops. It's not something that an individual is doing. Uh, I think. I think that people take advantage of it and fucking you know be disgusting in there. That I think is is the wrong portion. But 
that seems that seems like a normal. Don't get me wrong. I would try to avoid using a public shitter if I have to, if I can. But I, it see, it seems like something that should just be a fundamental right. Well, what if it was like a dollar, and that dollar goes to actually like keeping someone employed to clean them? I mean, I would if I gotta go. I, you know, I'd slap twenty dollars down for it if I was. Because the bathroom part. there, the public restroom there, was mad clean. I mean, if 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 it if it's but the question is, if I go in there and it's not clean, do I get my dollar back? You know what I'm saying? One of those. I mean, problems. no. The the that's why there's two people there. One of them is the the person taking the tickets. The other person is a cleaner, a porter, mm-hmm. and they literally are cleaning it. Like when I was there, the I saw the bitch's broom going to my fucking stall. I was like, yo. <laughs> and then when I was leaving, she was cleaning it again, like cleaning when, the the area. When I when when I worked at uh, Voodoo. Uh, the cleaning lady, she would come to clean the bathroom. She would clean the bathroom in the morning, and it was always early, and Mike would always get there early. And he would be taking a shit, and she would come in and start cleaning the other stall while he's in there trying to take That's a shit. That's the worst, man. And he, and he couldn't do it. And then he would fucking get scared, leave, and then keep periodically checking to make see if she was done. And then... I know I've gone in there a couple times where she was in there, and it was just like, like she just cleaned it, and then you just drop the ill deuce or take a huge shit before she gets in there. I, oh, man, you, I hate that. You take a shit, and she goes to go in, she opens the door and leaves it open because it's like just fucking horrendous in there. So our, our cleaning guy at work, like he, we have two bathrooms, like separate private bathrooms in the back, and he go, he cleans one and then cleans the other, and... He started at the second one, and I was like, oh, cool. He finished the first one, and I went in there to take a shit, uh, and he didn't clean the first one because somebody was in there when he got there. So he went to the second one, and I hear him knock on the door. He asks if anyone's there. I said, I'm here, and then he sat outside the door waiting, and I'm like, damn, dude, like this is fucked up because he's going to walk into this, and I, so I'm like, I'm, I sprayed a lot, um, but he, when he still went in, he still said it stunk. Uh, <laughs> he was but, like, damn. Yeah, like he still said it was nasty, but like, uh, like that. I I hate that shit when the bath when the cleaning dude comes and I'm I gotta take a shit. I wait because I I feel so bad if I have to take a dump and he's like on his knee cleaning the fucking toilet while I just dropped a dirty bomb. Like I feel so I, guilty. I don't. I'll, I'll fucking fire when ready. It doesn't bother me in the slightest. Like the, it, it it's it's not like you shitting and making a mess or like shitting on the side of the rim or hitting the floor. You're firing it with it's going into the designated area, so is it for now? me <laughs> it's not like you close the lid and fucking did it flush and then when he opens it up, he's like, What the fuck? No, number twenty three, I could also attest to this one. It says the sweetness level in desserts. Sugar when I visited Japan, even some of their sweetest desserts pale in comparison with how much sugar is in American This is definitely true. The the pastries like I we went to the breakfast buffet at the hotel. And one, they didn't have bacon, which was weird as fuck to me. And I didn't see the egg station. And I'm like, okay, I guess we're going to have fruit. And they had these pastries. And I grabbed the, I grabbed some of the pastries. And all of them had like a jam inside. But none of it tastes like... Like it tastes like more savory than sweet. Because, um, you know, we're so used to addicted to sugar. But then I, I saw the egg station. I, I got an omelet. But even then, the like they... Like, I asked for ham. They didn't have ham. So they put, like, um, almost like a pepperoni, something like a, a cured meat in there. And it tastes fine, but there's no ketchup. No, Like, I'm like, yo, where's the... Like, it, it, it was so weird. And there's no bread at the thing. It's, like, fruit, eggs, or pastries. And then either coffee, tea, 
or water. There's no drink. There's no juice. There's no orange juice, nothing. And then if you ask them, they might give you orange juice. But for the most part, like a lot of the places didn't have uh, any of that stuff. So it wasn't very American style buffet? No. I will say, though, that stuff does taste different over there. Like the the, the same Gatorade, the, the you know fruit punch tastes different. The fucking Doritos taste way better. It's uh, it's it's funny about that, like because you go to a buffet, and when we think buffet, we think you know you get the, the spread. Fucking, yeah, you get a spread yeah. and a half, and they go there and they're like, oh, it's a buffet. And it's got like four items, and it's just like ah, they also look at you crazy when you go back up there. <laughs> what? How many eggs did they give you in that omelet? Uh, probably two, two or three. But the thing is, like, I there was a lot of different toppings that you could got, and you know, you could have got it filled you up. But for me, I when I'm looking at the the you know so called spread that they're given, uh, like I grabbed some you know a couple different items because I wanted to try some new shit. But then, like, if some of the stuff you didn't like it and you leave it there, when they pick it up, like that, they're looking at you so like yo, this wasteful piece of shit. It's literally throwing the shit out. You know, they they look at you crazy. Hey, can't do nothing, bro. Can't be American. <laughs> uh, 24 is being obsessed with sports other than soccer. The rest of the world loves soccer. They really could care. <laughs> this says they really could give a baker's fuck about any other sport, um, which is true. I, I get it. Yeah, well, you know, I don't care about sports, but I, I think soccer fans really overdo it. They're just too fucking dramatic. Uh, number 25 is adding cheese to everything. A British friend makes fun of me for how much cheese I use in my cooking. Well, what is adding cheese to everything? Like, I mean, I don't know. Cheese depends on what it is, I guess. I mean, you could, you could, add, I could find a way to add cheese to, to yeah. whatever. But I, I know for a fact, like, could, most, you add cheese to, could you add cheese to rice? I, I, I might add Parmesan. I've definitely added Parmesan cheese uh, to like uh, a rice. But right. that, that's the thing. It depends on what cheese or what kind. Like, it, it's. If you think about, you know, putting on, like, shredded mozzarella or something, that, that's a little different. But I know, like, in, in other countries, they don't use, like, yeah, I would say in France, they use a lot of butter and cheese and cream. But in most other places, they they don't even season the meat with anything but, like, pepper. A lot of times they they use some salt, but they season mostly with herbs and, and citrus, especially in Spanish countries. We rolled it out on the salt, the salt, pepper, and the butter on a steak. <laughs> this says being overly friendly. I grew up in the U.S. and moved to Europe about 10 years ago. I learned quickly to get out of the habit of smiling or saying hello to strangers on the street. That that Which, doesn't sound accurate. <laughs> no, there, there is a lot of accuracy to that. I've heard that before, too, where people, like, if you just say, you know, you hit them with the, sup, you hit them with that, like, they don't, they don't get down like that. They just... Yeah, I walk by you, everybody. Which is ironic because you would think that that would be us in America, or maybe we could just people in New York. We don't give a rat's rump, but you know, yeah, I've definitely heard that before that that they don't uh, people ain't all up in your ass. Maybe about. they should go to Canada. What about or what about Canada's and Canadians are nice. They say hello. Are they? Are they? Sure, dude. Uh, the sure. fucking homeless guy was like, "Hey, can I get a dollar?" I was like, "Nah, you good?" He was like, "Thanks anyway." <laughs> I was like, "Damn, I felt mad bad." <laughs> Like fucking Canadian what? bums are really nice. <laughs> Why do they even have bums in Canada? I thought they were nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. I was just like, God damn, I felt so guilty. Uh, number twenty. You number twenty. Piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number twenty-seven is eating pizza and burgers with your hands. Apparently, that's an American thing. Uh, let's let's go further. Steamroll some. Uh, number twenty-eight is being too loud. 
So it says, I never thought of myself as being loud until I went abroad. Uh, That's definitely true. I think I've been told I talk too fast. So I think that might be an issue. That's a thing for all. I definitely feel that when I, when I speak to people at work that are not like, we deal with a lot of people in Europe and sometimes I'll say something and they look at me wild and I'm like, you understand? He's like, no, you said it too. Bro, get with the fucking program, man. I don't know. I don't feel like I say things too quick. I just fucking spit it out. Well, no, but it, it's definitely different compared to other countries because other countries, they, they they have poise and they pause in their speaking and they try to leave a space in between. Here, we feel like if you leave a space, one, you're going to get cut off or two, it looks like you're lying. <laughs> so you got to be like, what do you mean? Yeah, you got to be shat now. As I'm like, fuck you talking about? <laughs> It says working lates and after hours. The It says the work ethic is truly American. Making people work anytime after six is alien to outside the U.S. Uh, and then number 30, is, the number 30 is rooting for a team. When I went to Australia, I found out very quickly that no one down there roots for a team. They go for a sport. So when I said I root for the Red Sox, I got a weird look. Rooting means fucking in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard that one before too. Root the root portion, I swear. And they also call it like a pickup truck, a Ute. Uh, peanut you know? butter, peanut butter sandwiches, or peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Uh, that apparently peanut butter. I have no idea how the world lives without it. Apparently, that's a very American thing. Yeah, I've heard that too. We're the only country that has peanut butter. Most countries don't have, but. Yeah, I mean, of all the things, I guess. Well, bastards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get some fucking crunchy fucking jiff and some jelly, and man, you got yourself a fucking sandwich. Where you fucking put a little butter on the bread, build the sandwich, put it in the pan, fry it a little bit, and then it gets nice and fucking moist and warm on the inside. Yeah, that's very American. What the fuck? Where the fuck you think I'm from over here? I, I hate when, I do hate when people that used to live here go to another country. And they spend like say five or ten years, and then when they come back, and they're like, "You're like, hey, do you want like a soda or something?" They're like, "Oh, that's so American." It's like, "Bitch, where'd you come from?" Okay, now everything is beneath you. Now you gonna put your nose, your fucking French ass nose up at me? You know what? We gotta look up the reverse thing. Uh, what people think is like too American, because I think things that are too American is like wearing American flag clothes, like an American flag shirt and shorts. And the band and getting putting the fucking works on like to me that's that's just like yo die the back bro we get it we we fucking get it we in the same boat with you you know what I'm saying but well this one uh, is American things that confuse the fuck out of British people all right we're, we're pretty different than the British <laughs> it says toilet bowls having so much water in them. I uh, guess I've yeah. never seen a British <laughs> what do you guys do with the well I mean I guess I have seen toilet bowls where the water was only in the like a little bit above the small hole in the bottom but. Uh, American breadsticks being like small baguettes instead of a crunchy slim thing. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the, we probably got more variety of breadsticks than we know what to do with. It's America. <laughs> uh, the way TV show timings are displayed as stuff like 8 p.m. 7 central. And then it says, what do you Americans mean when you're when a show is on at like fucking 8, 7? What does that mean? <laughs> uh, I... I I, I don't know why. I guess because they just they can make just one commercial, but and that always kind of uh, threw me off for like network television and stuff like that. I guess so since it's the same commercials. But number four I mean, is the, the lack of electric sorry. kettles, uh, tea kettle. 
Uh, apparently, we don't use electric tea kettles. No, but there's a funny thing about Britain is that when when there's certain uh, certain shows come on that are like hugely popular, and they they trace this to like uh, I think it was like Doctor Who that they they started watching a trend that when the show ends, the electricity consumption in the entire country would go up significantly. And that's how they that and they had to they started like studying it and seeing that right after a really popular show, the electric producers produce more electricity. They turn it up because all the all the British people that watch the show turn their electric kettles on, so they have to generate more power after certain shows. So to for the power and demand and stuff like that, it's this total weird thing they do phenomenon that occurs over there. Yeah, I I, I know I've seen electric kettles. I don't really ever have the need for them i don't really drink anything hot so uh but steamrolling some of these it says uh that playing sports in high school is a big deal um and then and the college level sports have such a big fan base so apparently you know they don't care for that kind of stuff in europe um oh here this one for you i found Uh one uh, the oh. massive gaps in the public stalls is another one. <laughs> when you're sitting on the toilet and you make eye contact with somebody through the little crack in the bathroom stall. I don't I don't get it. It's so just, yeah. why? Why do you want to look upon the face of, of evil? Uh, high schools, graduations in general. It says we sit we sit our exams and then yeah. bar getting drunk after the last one, just kinda leave and go home until the results day. Um, number nine is all biscuits being called cookies. Nah, biscuits and cookies are two different things. They call everything fucking biscuits, but they... So they're saying the we do that? No, because I can... A, a biscuit to me is a, a, a flat a, a flat style thing, and a cookie is... A, Oreo is a cookie, and a biscuit, like a tea biscuit, is flat and has, like, ridged edges. So biscuits are relatively flat. They don't... Uh, they're not cookie. Oh, they say, and we, we call scones biscuits and eat with a white gravy. You put white gravy on a scone? No, a biscuit. Like a, a Popeye's biscuit, they call oh, them scones. Oh, oh. We call them biscuits. Oh, okay. Different. Okay. So, well, Wash. is a Popeye's is a Popeye's biscuit a biscuit or is that a scone? It's a fucking biscuit. Because uh, to me, a scone was always is the hard version of like that. Well, no. But everything then, It's cooked differently and uh, a scone is, it does, to me, doesn't have layers the same way a biscuit does. Yeah. It's, uh, so, like a scone is like a fucking hard-ass cookie to me. No. A scone no, is—it's it, it, it's its big. own. A scone is its own category. Yeah, but like yeah, I've yeah. Seen scones that were like long, like this, like it looked like a like a big roll. I can't see me doing this. Can't yes, me. they cannot. That's it's, what I'm laughing at. It's you. like think about a roll or like a big roll that's cut up and like cut through a bread slicer. So that's I've seen scones like that. Uh, it says the laundry room, uh, washing machines having their own room. It says you put an extra bathroom. You put extra bathroom stuff in there. You put cleaning stuff in there. Usually put the cat's litter box in there. I mean, we don't have. It. I mean, we got a laundry area, I guess. <laughs> Tax not being included in prices. We went over that one. Uh, the order of dates by month, day, and year. <laughs> uh, That's a weird one. Plugs not having an on or off switch. Huh. It says, wait, is it true Americans' plugs don't switch off? Yeah, because that motherfuckers want to milk our asses for every fucking piece of electric they can. You know what? Usually I would agree with that. But I think in the beginning that wasn't a thought. I don't think that was a that wasn't a, a thought about uh, when they first introduced electrical sockets. Granted, that should be a thing. Uh, like you should, they should like have new houses that you can just 
click them off or something. 15, chocolate advent calendars not being a Christmas staple. Apparently, they're not common thing in America compared to here, where every shop sells about 10 different varieties come November. Yeah, but we sell like a fucking uh, eight-pound Hershey bar, so fuck your calendar. Number Me and my family is, are going to get oh. diabetes off this bitch shit. <laughs> Number 16 is or big chocolate eggs. Apparently, we don't sell that. Uh... It I didn't really the, see a lot of Cad Cadbury eggs only pop up during Easter. Yeah. Very very date oriented that uh, item. The fact that people don't drink squash, I, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess squash is a. Uh, you could drink squash, like like beyond juicing it. I would think you could probably juice it, but. Yeah, I would get. I don't know. It does. There's no. Uh, there's no uh, explanation. Number eighteen is. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, if you drink squash, would is the drink called a squish? No, it's squish? called squash. It says drink squash. Maybe squash is something different. Uh, like maybe that's a slang for something. Maybe. I mean, I thought a squash was in the pumpkin family. So. D- I mean, he may be here. We're learning a lot of weird stuff about other countries. So uh, this one says tea bags not being very popular because a lot of tea is actually iced. It says, why are people uh, questioning obesity in America? And then it says, I'm game. Why the fuck is your tea liquid iced? Liquidized. And then it says, where exactly do you live? That the tea isn't liquid. It says England, where it's in a bag and you make it yourself. And then it says, oh, like, what do you... It says, like, what do you do with the already liquid tea? Microwave it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have heard of people using tea bags and then you you brew it and then put it in water, chill it, and then you put that in the fridge and that becomes their incarnation of iced tea. It's brewed I've tea. heard that before. Yeah, but we have to make everything, you know, fattyized. So. Well, yeah, by adding a shit ton of sugar. I mean, I had a cup of hot tea the other day. It was good. It wasn't as good as mom used to make it, but it was definitely... Uh... It says, the biggest mindfuck of all, Americans, American lemonade being still rather than fizzy. It says, oh my God, what do you mean American lemonade isn't fizzy? No wonder people can actually make it over there. It says, our lemonade is a soda, but theirs is more like a juice. Oh, I think they're talking about... Um... Carbonation. Fuck. Woo! Yeah, in case you, hey, you look like no. you was uh, slipping over there. You didn't let me. You didn't let me finish before you tomahawk me. Tomahawk. Go ahead. Uh, uh, Orangina is uh, the orange drinks that they come in like those weird glass shaped bottles. Yeah, but those that's not are, what they're, they're showing on screen. No, I know, but that's that's like a carbonated, uh, carbonated. They have like carbonated lemonade and stuff like that. I think that's what they're talking about. That's a type of brand, but. I mean, we don't carbonate things at home in general. Like, I don't know. I mean, now you can with, uh, with that little machine thing, but... We also use a powder for everything. Yeah, there's that too, but then like again... the fact that you use a lemonade powder instead of just buying a couple of lemons. <laughs> That's uh, a... But it's a whole different story, because if you just have water and you squeeze lemons into it and throw lemons... And you add sugar. That's But that's not lemonade. That's yes, like, it is. No, no, no. That's an incarnation of lemonade, but that's no, not No, that's lemonade. lemonade. No, no, it's not. That's just water with some motherfucking lemons in it and some sugar that's not going to fucking melt because fucking sugar don't melt in cold water. So that's why you brew it or you use a different type of sugar. You don't have to use granulated sugar. Uh, but when kids what make... Other, what other kind of sugar? There's liquid sugar. I'm Okay, fine. Yeah, liquid sugar. But if you're making it at home, you got to make the liquid sugar. No, you don't. You can buy the liquid sugar if you really want to. Are you fucking one step away from buying a fucking country well, no, but if, if you think about it, like when kids sold, uh, when kids sell lemonade on the side of the road, now they use a powder. But when lemonade stands first started, it's it's just lemon, sugar, and water. That's what lemonade is. 
Yeah, I I understand the principle of what they think it is, but to me and that's just, no, not what they think it is. That's what it is. <laughs> the shit that's in a powder is not real lemonade. That's just that's lemon fucking flavor and chemical. Everything is got chemicals, bro. You ain't gonna not find chemicals in nothing. I'm just saying that that's not real lemonade. Is actually with lemons inside of it. I would call that, I would call that lemon water or water with lemon. That's what I call that. That doesn't make sense though, because you're adding true. the lemon flavoring to water. Isn't that lemon water too? What, when you put the powder? Yeah. No, you're transforming the water into something else. So how are you not transforming the water with lemonade, lemon rind, and uh, and sugar? Because the lemon, because it still looks like water. It's just water with some fucking yellow floating around in it. So is the fucking lemonade. It turns the water yellow. They so both look like pee. So then when... <laughs> I, no, I don't think one regular... If you just put lemons in one, it ain't gonna turn into, like, no fucking... It gets yellow. light yellow. Yeah. So then, does it count as you're drinking water a day, your cups of water a day, if you use the powder water and turn it into lemonade? Then you're, you're getting your water consumption in. No, because it's kind of defeating the purpose with sugar. Okay, then if you do it the second, the, the regular way, uh, with the lemons and the sugar in the in the non-powdered way, does that count towards your water intake for the day? No. Once you add sugar, I think that's... If, yeah. if you just have water and add lemons in it, then that will cut the grease and actually be healthy for you. Once you add the sugar... Or if you had the liquid diabetes powder, the shit that you're talking about, that you add to the liquid, the diabetes powder, then that's what that does. Um, but they look I'm very a, similar. I'm American. I deserve this. You don't even drink lemonade. So I love fucking lemonade. I annihilate What kind of lemonade? lemonade? Country time, motherfucker. Yeah, so the one that... The di- you're talking about diabetes lemonade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else would I be talking about? I don't know. I Like an idiot, I thought you were talking about fresh lemonade. What? Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> Not communist Russia. What, to make fresh? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Um, let me see something. Well, you didn't, I didn't look up a Florida, man. If it's not powdered and overdone, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't want it. Why don't you just add a school of butter to that shit and make it real American? <laughs> it's again, and then you put a little flag and a little sparkler at the top and, and a lemon wedge, and you know what I'm saying? You got America right there. You know, fucking George Washington crossing the Delaware up here. Glasses made out of pizza. It's fucking that, that's <laughs> that's American. That would taste weird, but. But you're already thinking you salivating over to see the salute from where I'm sta- where I'm sitting. Trying to find a um, a Florida man. Did Florida man not fuck up? <laughs> no, I, it, it, some of them are just really dark. <laughs> <laughs> we can go for some really dark. We're American. Don't they say we're already like full of uh, like Americans like hatred or Americans like violent? Like they in other countries they just see us as violent. Like we're all walking around with swords killing each other. No, we're all walking around with guns killing each other <laughs> and swords. They, they think every American has a gun. I've heard that one before as well. They think every American owns a gun and is waving their fucking flag around. At least we're not pussies. Those fucking Europeans afraid of nunchucks. Fucked up the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> like douchebags. <laughs> Little fucking pussies. Afraid of yeah, nunchucks. You know what I was going to say? Because you said they were not pussies. And I was like, yes, we are. Because we hold the Second Amendment so high in regard. But then when it came time to storm the Capitol, where was your guns at, you fucking pussies? Why y'all didn't overthrow the government and stop the government from taking over? Fuck you, you cocksuckers. But the nunchuck nunchuck bit was better. Yeah, they fucked up the Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja... No, what was it? Uh, Hero Hero Turtles. Hero Turtles. You know what? We really got to look about... We really got to look up why nunchucks have such a fucking... What triggered that fucking uh, phobia of nunchucks from the the 70s and 80s? Because... Nunchucks are just so, like, have such a weird taboo on them. We gotta figure that one out. They're a bunch of pussies. Same reason why Canadians are afraid of the dark. Why? 
<laughs> no, that's uh, from How I Met Your Mother. That's a joke too. Like that she, because she's from Canada. She's like that is a myth. And then they go to a Canadian bar and he hits the light by mistake, and everyone's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> that's another thing. Plus, you remember, you remember when you was a kid and you was in school and like the teacher would turn off the lights or something. Like old people turn off the lights in a situation. Everybody just like that man be quiet. No, no, surely, but you know, everybody. Then, like you just say, everybody's like, "Ooh!" They all get fucking like when the lights go off. Like, what is it? Everybody has like that collective reaction or something. Because we were trained in school that when the lights go off, that means quiet. Like when when if everyone's talking, it's either off or they they flicker the lights. That's what I said. That means like, all right, motherfuckers, shut up. Or did you teach ever stand there and not say nothing while everybody just kept talking? Uh, I mean, yeah, we've had that, but I've also had teachers throw desks, so I... Like, literally, like, picked up the whole desk and chucked it across One of my favorite teachers in high school, my chemistry teacher, uh, he was a fucking, like... I went to all-black school and Spanish, so this dude was super white. When you think of Opie Taylor, this motherfucker made Opie look like a superhero. And he was, like, super white, and he came in, and, like, he had a... For a dude, his ass was bigger than normal, but he wasn't fat. So, like, he walked a little forward, and you could see, like, his ass out more. And his first day, people making fun of him, you know, shooting the shit, and no one wanted to listen to him, and they were just dumping him out. And he was talking, and he's like, when people don't listen to me, I get upset. And I don't want to have to show you, you know, what I do when I get upset. And people were talking, talking, and he was like, all right, I'll show you. And he picked up the... The desk with the chair assembly, the one that's like fucking 30, 40 pounds, and he just whipped it at the door, and then everyone fucking shut up, and he was like, like I was saying, so, and then he just took over the class like that, and he was, he, that teacher, he was one of my favorite teachers, because not only did he, you know, he he taught chemistry, and he made chemistry fun, and, you know, we got to fucking dissect the baby shark. Like, we, he definitely went, like, above and beyond as more than a teacher should. Especially with, uh, when I was becoming a fuck-up in school, he came in on Saturdays to help me with my labs so I didn't fail. Um, like, he was a really good teacher. And people, after that day, like, no one fucked with him. They fell in line. Was it? Hell yeah, because he was a military guy. And, like, he, he was a military dude. He had the buzz cut and everything. And, like, he did not fuck around. And, but he, the, the, me and him got along because he loved baseball. And he wanted me to play for the team. And, you know, I used to pitch a lot. And in his, in his class, there was a couple of us. We used to go hang out with him after school. And he would be reading off, like, periodic table stuff while we played catch in the class. And that shit stuck a lot, you know. You know, he would he would literally be playing catch, or he would bend down like a catcher, and I would pitch. Or right before I would pitch, he's like, "Hey, what is K on the on the periodic table?" And I would fucking pitch, and then tell him what K is. Um, What's K? Potassium. Okay. Suck lying. <laughs> no, uh, no. I, I'm not, dude. Chemi- I got an eighty something in my chemistry regions. Where? Where did he touch you, buddy? You can tell me. I mean, I would have sued the shit out. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> Did, did um, he touch you? Did he touch you in your K? <laughs> but they, they, it was a bunch of us. Like we we hung out. Like he was he was a really cool teacher that actually gave a shit. But I, I'll never forget that he fucking whipped that desk across the the room. I was like, all right, this dude's crazy. Like he's know, a psycho. I, I know. I don't know if I ever had a teacher that whipped a desk across, but I definitely had teachers that would stand there, and that was always a funny one in my head because I was just like, all right, so you're gonna stand there and just. Wait and like, is that really gonna solve the problem though? Per se, <laughs> did you did you not have a teacher that threw chalk? 
Uh, I might have, but I, I don't remember offhand. Uh, I know I had a teacher that cursed, and that's all mom, and that was a big deal. Uh, <laughs> what a pussy. <laughs> what a fucking uh, pussy. Oh, but it was more of a casual tell as opposed to, you know, ratting her out. And she she was mad, and she didn't like me after that. And then, uh, I mean, I, in 162, it was kind of just like a bit of a fucking free-for-all. Hey, you know, teachers really didn't give too much of a rat's rump, I guess. Uh, no, and as far as Once it's two, I had some good teachers, though. Once I got to high school, there was no chemistry or, like, no lab-style kind of chemistry because there was no, uh, like, everything in once in Cleve, Grover Cleveland, all the, like, all the labs were just stripped down. None of them had the actual, like, lab equipment anymore or stuff of that nature. So it was never really the hands-on incarnations of, of chemistry and things like that, you know, with the experiments. and Yeah, there was, and it was, the lab was there, but nothing, there no lab stuff. But I, I do remember 162 getting hit with mad chalk. Like, every time I turn around to talk to somebody, they just whip chalk at you. Um, like, I remember the one teacher, he would, he always, he literally had, like, all the little nubs. He would keep them shits. And he would have his, he had a draw, and he would open the draw, and that shit was filled with fucking chalk nubs. And he would just whip them shits. I remember one time, like he he was teaching, and I and I was talking to somebody. He whipped it, and he hit me in the chest. And I had fucking I had black shirt on. I had chalk all day. Um, that shit would not come off. And then I remember one time, like he he threw chalk at me. I slapped it, and then he whipped another piece at me and hit me. Uh, I remember one time a bunch of people was talking shit. And he threw up, he just whipped like a handful of chalk at the whole class. Uh, hit whoever the fuck. Um, this dude was like, fire in the hole. Fuck yeah, it. he just whipped it. I, 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 had one, I had one teacher that cursed a lot. She was a math teacher. Uh, she said fuck and bitch and cunt a lot. Like, she didn't care. Like, she, so she's like, listen, I'm going to treat you as adults. Um, don't fuck with me. Like, she was, <laughs> she was very yeah. open. Uh, she, she's like, stand, stand up. And they fucking punch him and drill him in the fucking gut. And then yeah, I did so have a, a lot of teachers who would uh, take a textbook and slam it on the desk. And that shit, you could, that shit would let out a shotgun blast for some yeah. of them old textbooks. They were huge. And they, that shit was just like, whoo, like, damn. But yeah, I, I remember that teacher, that teacher, fucking my camera teacher, he used to throw shit at the, at the wall. Fucking, he did not give a shit, man. He, he, cause he, I, like, he cared so much, and what the thing he hated the most is when a student just gave up and and didn't want to like try. Dude, he will fucking shut you out instantly. Like he would, I remember like he would if you shit on the class or say like this is stupid or whatever, he will put you like the class is on the left. He will put you sitting on the right, and then he would you he would stand in the middle of you and talk to the rest of the class while his back was. Dang, segregate you. Yeah, like he would just like yo, if you don't care, you don't want to learn. You don't want to leave or be here? Cool. And then he'll just have his back. Like, it, to me, that I think that teacher, if it wasn't for him and one other teacher in high school, my uh, U.S. history, he also loved baseball, um, I wouldn't have graduated. Like, they, I, I was so fucked up in the head because mom was sick during that time. And I did not want to be there. I was, like, terrified that, you know, I would come home and find her dead or sick or whatever. Um, and I did not want to be at school. I was always terrified. And that, like, I, I started, like, failing classes because I just did not pay attention or I couldn't digest some of the, some of the shit being fed to me. Um, and that, like, that chemistry teacher and that U.S. history teacher, they helped me out a lot. Uh, like, I, I don't, I don't think I ever would have graduated. 
because that dude was like, listen, I'll come in on Saturday or I'll fucking uh, I'll, I'll stay late every day if, if that's what you need. But, you know, if you're going to give up, then I'm not going to help you. I never had the in high school. I never had. I never, I don't know how I made it as far as I did in high school before they fucked me. Because I, I think I just, I, I made it through all of high school on 65s and 70s. Because I just was not good at, uh, I wasn't good at much of anything. I, I don't know what it was. Like, I just didn't really have a, an attitude for learning. I, like, I wasn't a dick in school. But they could, ex- like, especially in, like, math and stuff like that. Like, they can explain some shit to you. And it was just like talking to a brick. You might have got more response from a brick out of than me, because like I couldn't, I couldn't. Like everything to me was just so much the same. Every type of like uh, equation that had its own formula, I can never like link what went where. So I was never good at that. And then stuff like you know there was no real interactions and like uh, earth science was kind of boring in a sense. You know. It was, it never really triggered it as much as I like to like learn science stuff and like geology and things. Those those are all really cool things to learn about now. But I think I've had very little. I just had no interest in school when I was. Uh, well, I, I also think it, your mentality was different. Uh, you also oh, know, like, yeah. you since you were uh, fully dyslexic. I think you you suffered from something that a lot of other kids suffer from, where you have dyslexia and you think that people are gonna think you're stupid or like. That that's one thing like I, I noticed in school where uh, I didn't I never really fucked with kids that like had issues learning like I, yeah I fucking made fun of a lot of people but I never fucked with those kids because like even now like I find myself switching letters and words when I was a kid I did the same thing and then I always thought I was gonna be deaf by the time I was a teenager uh, because of all the ear issues I had so I was like terrified of just just in school in general. But I, I also think the type of teachers you had or the the time period it was, there was no patience. Uh, it was like you were hurting kids through and a lot of the kids that needed extra help or kids that needed extra help. But then in general, they were jaded or the kid was upset at the kid was upset at just sucking at school. That didn't help as well. You know, that just furthered the 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 like if it was a lap that furthered you back into the race, you were just like way further back. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's definitely tough. I, I, I went to school with a lot of kids that could not give two fucks about school. And I went to school with some of the smartest dudes I've ever known where like one kid could sleep through every single class and still pass the test. Or he like, I, I had dudes that like when I went in high school, in junior high, if you got like high grades, that wasn't really regarded. Like playing sports was what was like highly regarded in junior high school. Like if you if if I was like, hey, I got a ninety, they'd be like, oh, what a fucking bitch. Like they would shit on you for getting a ninety. And I brought that mentality into high school. And I remember my first year of high school, like one of the dudes got a ninety, and I was like, what a bitch. And like the whole group was like, no, I got a ninety eight. What did you get? And I had a low score and they were like, oh, man, like you need to try harder. Like it was like it was elevated a lot. It was elevated and being smart was actually very important in high school. Um, the the yeah. funny thing, there, there was no sports. There was no sports to latch onto at all because all that was kind of gutted. Maybe my high school just sucked and just didn't have a lot. Well, it did. To, no, it, it's not maybe. It did. It, it, your high school sucked. But also, I think the time the time that. uh I went, to high, went to high school. <laughs> yes, because there was people were still learning about dyslexia. People were still learning about, you know, different mental issues. And when I was in school, 
when I went to junior high, like I I I had to get uh progress reports because I was fucking up in class and I just wanted girls and I I didn't give a fuck and I they start that's when I got on the straight and arrow. They started making me every morning I had to go to the the guidance counselor. I picked up a uh, a progress report sheet and I had to take that to every class and then every teacher filled it out. They put like uh, information on how I did in that class. If I raised my hand, if I stood quiet, if I talked, uh, then they all signed it. And then I had to get mom to sign it, give her report on if I did my homework or not. And then in the morning, bring it back to the guidance counselor. He gave me a new one. So like yeah, that, that shit fucking like fixed my, my whole shit. Cause I was like, dude, I, I gotta, there's no way to, to cheat this. Um, and then I, when I got put in one of the, I could like a special class, quote unquote, um, that they, that was a class that was for kids with bad behavior, but that they threw everybody in there. So like, if you had a learning disability, you were in there. If you were just slower than the other kids mentally, you were in there. If you had fucking ADHD, if you didn't speak English well, you were in there. And they threw me in one of those classes. And like, it was thinking about it now, like now I could see why a lot of kids failed out or just left because Think about it. If you don't speak English and you get put in a class with like troublemakers, like that's not fair. Like you didn't do anything wrong. You know what I mean? Like that's, you know, it it was it was tough and it was like an art class, too. So like it was the the teacher didn't give a fuck. She barely spoke English. Um, The teacher herself barely spoke English. And it was it was just a shit show. Everybody's joking around, dicking around, throwing stuff. And it was fucking terrible. And and I think. That was like early 2000, late 90s. So I would assume, you know, when you were there in early 90s, like it, it was even worse. Probably. They, I definitely didn't have an interest for school, but like the, the ironic point was the one thing I wanted to learn about was computers. And they were like, oh, you can't take any computer class unless you have good math scores. And I think to this day, I still don't understand how math scores correlate to computers and learning about them in general because they had a lot of variety for the courses. Well, because I also think that they... They put a lot of blockers in front of you to get to like computer learning computers in, in my schools were like almost like a luxury. Like it was it, like no, no bullshit. It was, it was like, are you passing your other classes? OK, let's put him in computer. Like it was almost like that. Like they, it wasn't just a a random thing. Like it, like I had computer lab in, in 162 and, you know, we did typing courses. We did. Uh, you know, those games where like words go down the river and you have to like type the words in. Um, we had, a, we had Oregon trail. You died of dysentery in the first uh, two seconds. No, I would, uh, I would hunt all the bulls, uh, Buffalo bulls. Did you starve uh, to death? Yeah, pretty much usually. And the funny thing was it was networked in the computer lab. That was a junior high school and it was like 20 something, 30 computers that were all on the same network. So when they played the whole class could, would technically and be in the same, like, group well what's funny is that when i when when i was in computer lab in my earlier there was no computer games on the computer except him you know space pinball um that was a big one and then the all the typing games but then we found out that you can go to uh what's that cereal who made oreo the oreo cereal post was it post they had a website and you go to their website and you could play their games in the browser and they had a they had like a shit ton of games and we would minimize the browser whenever the teacher would walk by and then when they would leave we would play that shit and it was a game that was like uh it was a whole bunch of oreos 
and there was like a cup of milk at the bottom and you had to move all the Oreo tubes so that the milk could get to the bottom. And we used to play them shits crazy. And then whenever the teacher would leave, we would play music. Um, you know, somebody would play music or whatever. Like it was, it was a fun class, but didn't really never understood like why I needed good grades to get in this thing because there wasn't really um, like besides the typing courses, they would also make us type reports in there that we already wrote for other classes and then make us type it in there, I guess, for typing practice. Uh, but uh, it wasn't I don't see it as like this big like game changer that you needed massive grades for. Uh, it's funny you talk about typing. I actually had typing as a class, a typing, a literal typing class. Yeah. And we, we use typewriters, electric typewriters. <laughs> so I, I learned to type the old fucking fashion way. You yeah, look you're up to old, the, man. You look to the side, you there was a little book, and you just doop, 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 and you just have to fucking hit it, and then... Is it a grandpa? I mean, luckily it wasn't the old typewriter. I had to push the thing to the side, and then start typing again. You hear the... I definitely we had the Apple computers with the color on the back. Uh, the first Apple computers didn't have color that I used when I was in grammar school. They didn't have they they were the green the green screen the DOS screen. That's all we. Uh, had. I remember seeing like the blue and the pink on the back, and people used to fight on who gets what color. Uh, but if if like I I do remember that class. I I like I said I don't understand why you needed great grades to get in there. Uh, but I, I guess because it was a, a specialty thing. But I, I I do feel like a lot of the the way kids are learning nowadays is is a lot more helpful than the way I learned was like we, we listen to something in a class and then they tell you to read this chapter or two chapters or whatever it is that night and then answer these questions, come in the next day. And like the, you keep redoing this phase, these phases over and over. It teaches you how to take a good test, how to remember stuff. But if you weren't a good test taker, you're not you're not passing. And then if if it taught you how to be a good test taker, but nothing else. Like in school, they never taught us about credit. They never taught us about things that were actually important as an adult. Like they'll, the, teach, they'll teach you about critical thinking. <laughs> yeah, like the Pythagorean theorem is nice and all, but I wish they would have taught me about a credit card and how interest work. You know, like that's the story of how taxes work, um, you know, or anything, anything else than the stupid shit they taught you. I think some of it seems like the lack of interaction because it's just like, you know, you tell them they do it and then you do a homework and that was it. And then they kind of expect you to you know, whatever topic it was, was like a day or two. And you kind of expect it to just mem- remember that when you get to a test uh, X amount of time later, as opposed to <laughs> you do it, you do it, you talk about it. You, you know, I guess because they got to, you know, chew through you and make sure that you, uh, you know, you got to condense, you know, six weeks, eight weeks of eight weeks of lessons, you know, fast and get through, you know, three, four hundred kids. So I guess our education system needs a revamp. <laughs> well, what's funny is that, like, I, I remember I remember what. Like school was easy, like not easy, like for every I don't mean it as like a difficulty thing. I mean, like when I say it's easy is that the answers are right there. Like when they say read these three pages and you don't read them like this is what I used to do. They used to say, hey, the answers are in these three pages and I would try to read it and I could never remember what I read or I could not focus long enough to read it. Like even now I have trouble with books where you know, it's like I could read a paragraph or something and I have to read that shit like seven, eight times 
before I start digesting it. I don't start to learn something until if I read it and I tell you about it, like, or hands on, then it burns it in my memory. But I remember how many times, like, they would say, oh, read this chapter. And I, dude, I, the answers ain't in there, man. <laughs> and mom would literally like sit with me and go like, listen, it's right there. Like you're not applying yourself. And it wasn't that I wasn't applying myself. It's every time I read it, any type of noise or background or whatever, like I couldn't focus. Like I would read it and hear the news in the background or I would hear something outside and I could not focus on the words that I was reading for this thing. And you could, you can hear two yeah. roaches humping under the sink. Yeah. Mom just always thought that I wasn't applying myself. And it wasn't that it was like, I couldn't, I couldn't focus on it. What's, what's, what's even funnier. I, one time mom did my homework and, and the was, teacher was like, motherfucker. No, it, she, she did it. She wrote it and she was like, Hey, this is how lazy I was in high school. She wrote it. It was like, it was not a, like an essay or nothing, but it was maybe like five questions and you had to write like a, you know, a couple sentences on each question. It was for, for, I think it was history and she wrote it and I go to class or I, go to breakfast and mom was like, make sure you copy this. I was going to say, you didn't, you didn't uh, fucking write it in your own handwriting. She goes, make sure you copy this. And I was like, okay. And I went to breakfast. I was like, I'll do it next class, next class, next class. And then the class came up and they, she was, as soon as this fucking class started, she's like, everyone hand up your homework. And I was like, fuck it. And I handed up the homework. Uh, and I wrote my name at the top in my handwriting. And it was in mom's handwriting, which is a thousand times different. Uh. And she like, I leave the class and they call me back in and she's like, did you, did you write this? And I was like, yes. And she was like, yeah. are you sure you wrote this? Yes. So she, then she, she shows me a doctor's note from mom and she's like, this is the handwriting. Is this yours or your mom's? And I was like, on a doctor's note? Yeah, that's my mom's. This matches, no? And I was like, no. And <laughs> you stuck was, with the lie? Oh, yeah, I had to. And she goes, okay, you. so you read this and you did the assignment. Yeah. She looks at it. She asked me the first question. I didn't even read it. And she was like, what did you write? And I was like, I don't remember. And she was like, okay, let me ask you this, a different question. Which one do you remember? Like, she was drilling me on this shit. Um, did you crack under the pressure? No, ultimately, she was just like, I know you're lying, and I'm just going to fail you on this assignment. Um, and she's like, have your, she's like, give your mom this note. And I had to give mom a note. And it was basically like, don't do homework for your kid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then she wrote back, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> yeah, but it was just, it was something that I, I literally could not grasp. Or um, it was a Sunday night, and... I, I either forgot I had homework, didn't do my homework, whatever it was. But mom was like, all right, let me just bang this out for retard so I can fucking go get some oh. sleep. And she banged it out for me. And I I was so lazy in high school. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to hand this shit into my own hand, in her handwriting. And you shit the pay. Yep. And I failed that what, assignment. What's the, what's the lesson you learned? Uh, I mean, don't procrastinate. I was going to say, make sure you always copy, <laughs> copy the copy. No, I, I think the ultimate lesson is don't procrastinate your work. Read the fucking shit. Uh, like in, in, in theory, I could have went in my room and did my homework with no TV on, but mom knew that if I went in my room, I was not going to do my homework. And I, I, she would force me to do it at the kitchen table. And with the TV in the background where dad was watching TV at a loud ass thing, I could not remember what I was reading. I couldn't, it just did not work. I, every time I tried, I could not do it. Yeah. I, I, I always have problems with read something and I don't remember what I read, but, uh, Even I, mean, now. I, 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 I don't think it depends on what I read. So if I'm reading a novel, 
I could probably, you know, digest it pretty easy because it's something I'm interested in. Something I'm not interested in, you know, I won't well, yeah, get yes, it. Yes, yeah, what, exactly. What, not, but, you don't care about yeah, the shit they're yeah. making you read, but if they told you to read it, read what you want to read, you know, like some of the books that I've read that I remember still to this day were books that we had like an open reading class and it was like, pick a book from the library and read this book chapter by chapter. And then they'll give you like generalized questions and you get to answer the questions that kind of work with any book. And that's, I would say that was like 10th grade. That's when I started getting into reading books where I would read, I would read like a, a novel a week or a play a week. I love reading plays because I always wanted to make a movie and I, I love reading plays and I love like, Shakespeare plays, you know, Raising in the Sun. I read a lot of those type of books, uh, Hard Times by Charles Dickens. And I still remember a lot of those books because they were like, hey, read what you want to read, you know? And I, I like that was a lot better to me than it was, hey, you're forced to read this book. Like one of the books that I was forced to read that I actually liked, um, Honey, what the fuck is it called? Was the it Honey, uh, Honey and the Bees? Too bad you couldn't bring in a comic book because I'd have brought some Batman comic books and I'd be like, okay, so the central theme of this story arc was <laughs> it was something in the bees book. I don't know. Go on. Should I, I entertain the, the fucking <laughs> book? Should I entertain the people at home while you look? Dun, 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 dun. Can't remember the fucking book. Well, if you remember it, we'll have to bring it back next week. I think we've uh, rambled on about our terrible reading skills. Yeah, but I definitely I I. I I, I definitely wish back then I gave shit a chance. Like, uh, what, what's that book um, where the kids turn out to be, they, they almost turn into cannibals? Uh, they Lord crash the on Lord of the Flies. I remember we read that. And, like, I was so interested in that book. And I was so upset when them motherfuckers didn't eat each other. Like, I remember, <laughs> like, I, I heard at the end they get rescued. And, like, they're like, oh, we almost did this thing. And I'm like, what? You serious? <laughs> All this suspense, y'all motherfuckers didn't take one bite out of somebody? I was I think so they upset. Did it. They, they did it, and they just didn't say nothing. You gotta get the director's cut, the Schneider cut of the book, and you find out the motherfuckers was roasting each other's ass, and just, you know. That, and I, I was also really intrigued in uh, World War II, um, like, Nazi, like, Anne Frank and her diary, and I was really into a lot of those type of I was just watching Saving Private Right the other day. Have you, have you ever read Anne Frank? Uh, if I read it for school, I sure shit don't remember it. That, that was the first book. One, it was the first book that I read that didn't have a happy ending. But also, it was the first, like, I, I would say, real book that I read from, from front to back. And at the end, that was the first one that actually made me feel something. Like, normally, you know, when you read a book and you're like, eh, all right, whatever. And I, I read this and, like, I remember getting to the last, the, the last chapter and... It's sad as fuck because she's in she's in the attic and you like the way they describe it is like, um, you know, everyone's in fear, of course. But then like you're you're seeing not like the footsteps of the soldiers and it's like footsteps grow like go louder. And then she talks and then she's like giving you her monologue. And then it's like the footsteps grow even louder. Footsteps coming up the thing. And like in your head you're like yo this bitch is gonna get out of there like there's no way like this can't end like you know on a bad note um, she's gonna repel down the side of the yeah like you're just like yo this can't because i was you know a teenager i'm like yo there's no way i was used to at the end of every power range episode uh, you know they they win so i'm like there's no way in hell um and when they capture her like i remember just like tearing up as a kid reading that shit and then the movie is even worse 
Um, you know, and like those are the type of things that I was really intrigued after that, where I was like, you know what, if a book can make you feel like that, the same way movies made me feel, uh, there's got to be something to these books. Like, let me start reading different shit. You know, what, what's this thing? The book. Reading. <laughs> so, what is it? Uh, like lines with pictures in my head, like some shit like that. Like just, I, I definitely read a hell of a lot more after I read the the play of Anne Frank. Yeah, it. I, I, I love those type of things where you remember the book, you know, and that kind of like pushed you forward to reading more shit. Um, it, it's tough. It, it's definitely tough for somebody who can't fucking focus on words or that's why I love Audible. Like I have hundreds of books now. They read it to you? They give you a lullaby? No, it's because I can't. Sometimes I can't focus on it. I mean, I chew through a lot of books on the train. And it would really uh, help your train ride, but uh, since I I didn't have to take the train to work for a long, pretty long time, I didn't need to. Uh, I didn't really sit there to do it. And then I couldn't read use Audible too much at work because there was always so much going on. And as soon as you start something, everybody's got a fucking question for you. So I had to just fucking put small digestible content on. It would be like, I right, leave me alone for a little while. I'm gonna put some fucking music on to fucking oh get through a few things. That was always the like I, I always tried to read on the train and I only read when I get when I could sit down. So that was very scarce. Um, but I, I do remember I was reading the Ozzy book um, when it first came out when I was I think it was just starting uh, my first job. And I, I remember finishing the book on the train. Uh, I hit Eighth Avenue and I remember closing the book, putting it on my lap and just like shaking my head almost like, yeah, like that's good stuff. And this lady across was like, did you just finish a book? And I was like, yeah. She's like, don't you just love that? And I was like, yeah. She's like, I'm very close to finishing my book. And I was like, good. And then she was just like, you look happy. And I was like, yeah, it was a good experience finishing a book. And then the bitch was like, tell me about it. And I'm like, all right. Like, all right, now you, <laughs> this I'm is New York. I, I want to talk to you like that. So I was like, oh, is they having you? Let me get off. And I just got off and went to the other side. Uh, but you, yeah, it was just oh, a nice uh, thing. Uh well, that, now now we just talk for now we talk about everything. Well, yeah, I I mean podcasting is easy. It's amazing. No, it sure fuck ain't easy. What are you talking about? We just raveled on for fucking almost two hours, and the last like forty minutes we spent talking about stupid shit about school and books and stupid books. But that's not stupid though. We talked about our own experiences. And somebody's out there like it's too stupid fucks. <laughs> All right, whoever whoever just said that. If you can hear my voice, suck my dick. <laughs> How about that? Uh, the the last thing, Florida man. So I saw this random Florida man on New York Post. This happened in 2015. Florida man killed by alligator while trying to hide from police. I don't know if we ever did this one, but it says Matthew Riggins, 22, was fatally chomped to death by an 11-foot alligator after allegedly breaking into a home and then hiding from the cops in Barefoot Bay Lake. When police found him, the 22-year-old was missing part of his arm. Uh, I guess the uh, the alligator wanted a snack. Yeah, I mean, the fact that he <laughs> hid in a in a by a lake in Florida, you kind of deserve that one. <laughs> the alligator's like, I got him, I got him. He's yeah, fucking, he's fucking holding on and shit, and he's like, oh shit, he's dead. He's like, Florida PD, come here. <laughs> he bites him. He's like, Wait, I'm on the job. <laughs> It was really an alligator cop. He comes out of the water. He's got the fucking shirt on with a little badge or something. I'm like, and then uh, you know what happens, though, right? He plants a gun on him. <laughs> he had a gun. I, I had to bite him. I was going to shoot him with the taser, but it said I bit him. I don't yeah, know what exactly. happened. Fucking. Well, 
don't forget to rate and subscribe on all platforms. Buy our shit. And like I said, if you didn't like our, our talking about books content, suck my dick. I'm the fanboy. I'm the hater. You can suck his dick. <laughs> you don't want to get your dick sucked? <laughs> There's plenty <laughs> of people in this headset that suck our dicks. <laughs>